This is Shannon Ray Davis, and you are listening to Omega Man Radio. Welcome to my world, the world of the Omega Man. Join us here for the nightly marathon, broadcasting Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern. You can find us here on YouTube, and we encourage you to report for duty. Get trained up. War of the Saints is coming. You want to be an overcomer and endure till the end. We will teach you how. We cast out devils. We command healing to the sick in Jesus' name. And we preach the full gospel of Jesus Christ to win souls for Jesus. I want to encourage you right now to subscribe right here on YouTube to this channel. Smash the like button and share a link to our live chat room to everyone you know right there on Facebook. Get them to come on out and tune in and join in the fight against the host of hell. If you'd like to support this work financially, we have a PayPal button on our website. We have GoFundMe, Zelly, even Take Bitcoin. And we thank you in advance for partnering with us. Our website is OmegaManRadio.com. One more thing before we start tonight's show. To the demons, tuning in. We're coming for you, demon. No demon is safe. How are you doing over there? All right, man. All right, we're We're going along. Rain, hail, or virus. We're still going along. (laughs) Oh, man, absolutely, absolutely. That's not going to bring us down, folks. Praise God. No, man, that's just just the world. That's only the world. world. Uh, Folks, we're seated in heavenly places high above coronavirus. Amen? Amen. Well above that. And, uh... We don't have to live under fear. We don't have to be foolish, but we don't have to live under fear. And um, I just thought of something, Shannon. Tell me. When's the last time you blew on a birthday cake, you know, and everyone ate some? That's a good question. I plan to do it here um, in about 10 days. When... <laughs> yeah, man. No one worried about that a few months ago. Right. Go and blow your heart out. Blow, blow on the birthday cake. And, and, you know, there's me, it's dying of the flu and all sorts of other diseases. No one even batted an eyelid. Yeah. Not at all. Now, now we're all scared of the corona. Folks, we don't have to be in fear anymore once you know the truth. And by the way, um, I want to mention to people out there, there's a movie that will be released in the summer, Plandemic movie. I'm sure many have heard about it by now. And they're releasing vignettes, sort of like um, uh, short clips, in preparation of the full release. And they've got one on Dr. Uh, Judy that some of you have seen. But many are saying, well, where can I find this? Some of the other platforms are taking them down. Well, I remembered something tonight. Um, There's a great platform called Brighteon, started by Mike Adams. And then, of course, someone sent me a link to BitChute. BitChute, of course, is another great alternative uh, video platform. And there's a third platform. It's like a uh, Patriot version of Facebook. It's called USA.life. I'm going to put these in my show notes. Encourage people to check them out because where some of the other platforms may be pulling the plug, thank God for BitChute and Brighteon and even USA.life. And I want to say one more thing as we're getting started. Folks, Facebook, YouTube, they are free. And as one guy said, if they want to ban something, that's well within their right to do that. And the truth of it is, we can't afford to complain when you're getting something for free. That's like someone invites you over for a meal and you don't like the food and you've eaten the meal and then you say, that sucked. You don't have no right to do that. You had a free meal. 
And you know what? I may not like uh, some of the censorship going on, and maybe you don't either. But you're not paying a dime for it to use these services. And I want to say something else. Some of you don't like the commercials on YouTube. You let me know about it in the comments. You have too many commercials. Well, I have an answer for you. Pay $10 to YouTube and you can have a commercial-free channel. And that usually shuts them up right there. But people are cheap. They don't want to pay $10. They want everything free. Now, you don't get things for free, folks, on YouTube. They're not going to serve up a, a billion uh, content to a billion people or 7 billion people. we got about that many on the globe that could be using any given time 24-7 without running commercials. So it's really... Um, What's the word I'm looking for? It's really um, asinine to complain when we're not paying. Now, if you are being charged a fee by YouTube or Facebook to use their service, okay, and you don't like what's going on, then we can complain. We're, we're paying. But that's not their model. They've said this. That's not our model. Pay for service. They make money with advertising, mining your data. They sell it. Be sure of that. Okay. And we need to understand this, and we need to create new platforms, like the guy over at Value Entertainment said. He said, hey, I don't like the fact that my interview with Dr. Kovitz um, got pulled, but that's their right, because it's a free platform. If you don't like it, build your own platform. And that's actually a great idea. Mike Adams has done that. Brideon, BitChute, they're using the, uh, the blockchain out there. This is awesome. This is great news, actually, that people are at doing just that. So we got options now. To hell with Facebook. I'm not posting any more up there. I still use it to contact some people. But they're not going to hold me hostage, and neither will YouTube or any other platform. We've got options out there. Let's start using them. Let's get the word out there about them. BitChute, again, Brighteon, USA.life, these other platforms. And it's not all a conspiracy, folks. Okay? Um these platforms will pull videos because it affects them financially. And that's their bottom line to make money. So when MIT puts pressure on YouTube or these other sponsors and say, hey, we're going to pull our advertising, they've got to do what they got to do. I'm not paying for YouTube and neither are, so why are we bitching about it? Okay? If you don't want the advertisement, pay $10 to YouTube. If you don't like what they're doing, get off of YouTube. Get off of Facebook. Let's find some other platforms out there. Time is too short we got work to do, and where one door shuts, another opens. We should never be paralyzed because of YouTube or Facebook or whatever out there. They don't want to put the message out there. We'll find other ways to get the message out, including Omega Man Radio. Praise God. Well, we're excited to be here tonight with Peter Whiffen. Brother Peter, yeah. um, last time we had you on about two weeks ago, and I apologize we didn't have you on last week. I try to That's get Peter right. on every week. Thank That's you, Sister. Maria from London, she said, did you get Brother Peter's schedule this week? I said, I better uh, <laughs> confirm with him right now, because I forgot last week we got so busy. <laughs> uh, I'm here. I'm just here, ready to go whenever there's a call. Praise so the Lord. We appreciate right. that, because I am really enjoying this teaching you bring. Well, with that, um, last time we talked to you, you had the um, the store open over there, Goodwill store. What do you call it over there in Australia? We call that a Goodwill store in America. What do you call it? We, we call it an opportunity shop. Ooh, I like that. What is an opportunity shop? Well, people people donate their items they don't want anymore, and then other people come in and buy them, just like uh, Goodwill, same thing. Ah, I like that. Uh, are you still going? Still going. Uh, we haven't shut down. We're the only one in the area still open. All the others gave up, <laughs> so we stayed up. open. We're going yes. all right. Amen. Folks, we cannot give up. We cannot shutter the doors and go into a fetal position. We keep going. To hell with yeah, the new order. That's where they're going if yeah. they don't repent. Yeah, man. Until they on. come in here with the with their AK-47s or whatever, I'm still open. I Amen. don't care. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. I'm not going not gonna to bow down, put a mask on, and go in a corner and cower. No way, man. So... So we're not being stupid, you know. Uh, we're, we're, we had the whole place sprayed out with uh, colonial silver. We uh, uh, we got hand sanitizer, but we're not wearing masks. We're not giving any message of negativity here. So um, 
nobody's got sick. None of the volunteers have got sick. Nobody. So, Amen, must be folks. Doing something, right? Wash your yeah. hands. That's a good thing. Don't put your finger in your nose and pick a booger. Or no. stick it in your ear or your eye. That's how people get sick. But hey, you have to take you have to take your gloves off first if you're going to do that. <laughs> Bacteria is good; that builds our immune system. But just don't stick these things in your eye and in your nose. Come on, That's maybe we needed this to teach people a little bit of hygiene because some people are nasty out yeah. there. I'm just going to tell you. And take That's it. take a shower every day or two or three, folks. It's good for you. That's it. Um, That's it. That doesn't hurt, does it? Well, with that, yeah. we're going to get uh, started tonight, Brother Peter. All right. Um, did Praise we open up in prayer yet? All right. We'll open up in our prayer then. Thank you, you, sir. All right. Well, praise the Lord for everyone, and uh, it's nice to be back talking again. It's a highlight now for me to be doing this, and um, I'm really appreciating the the fellowship of the saints these days. And um, so we, we say, Dear Father God, we thank you for everybody. We lift them all up to you, whatever they're at in their lives, and we thank you that the kingdom of heaven is available and and that you are giving us our inheritance. And today we want to receive our inheritance because that's daily and we want to receive it right now in Jesus' name to have our account topped up, our blood bank card topped up with all things pertaining to life and godliness. Dear Jesus, we thank you that you're available and that you've made yourself available and that we need you and we invite you into our life right now. Dear Father God, let those that um, uh, haven't discovered the wonderful world of the kingdom of heaven discover it today in Jesus name, amen I say amen, folks, Peter Wiffin in the house Peter, before you get started, give out your yeah. contact info, how do people find you on the web? Alright, uh, Facebook, Peter Wiffin W-H-I-F-F for Fred, I-N at Facebook or that's my hotmail too Peter Whiffen at hotmail.com uh, website his kingdoms table.com and I got some um, there's some audios and videos and that there free download deliverances at the table what what uh, yeah the cool last speaker was speaking about um, and uh, that's where the Psalm 23 is very important there so we got a booklet on that and uh, that's how you get touch with me there it's free and um so people uh people are getting touch with me thank you uh there was a lady uh, some people last week or last time uh donated money to send to pakistan for the sewing and that was very nice i i didn't ask for that but they seem to want to volunteer that and um we're enjoying here we're doing uh uh, allowing our premises to be used for feeding of the uh, people who are displaced and, and, and not happy and uh, or, or hungry. So we're doing that a few times a week, and uh, we're able to we're able to um, give them a message of hope. We're giving our Bibles. People are taking Bibles, and uh, last time I talked, we'd baptize some people, and um, people are coming in with their problems and uh, we're, we're praying we had one guy with voices in his head and he said the voices left and went out happy <laughs> mum and dad were smiling things like these we can do as um, believers right if absolutely. we study yes Shannon right you know absolutely so, Peter yeah. take the mic and run with yeah. it it's yours yeah, no, it's all right, and it's great. And I see, uh, see, uh, uh, not only that, it's just a whole lot of brothers and sisters reaching out, Shannon reaching out with feeding the hungry. You know, it is a good time to get noticed. Um, it's a good time to be a servant of the Lord, even if you're just giving out food. You're you're making a contact, and it is a hand going out, an olive branch for the gospel really going out there. So, um, love covers a multitude of sin and uh, if you do it in love you, you're doing it um, without the gonging symbol you, you, you're getting through the heavens with the love and letting the love of the living God come through you in a practical way so these things are great um, the, the website I set up uh, Shiloh School of Peace the people especially from America have been 
donating. Um, uh, we we sent uh, in six weeks. We sent three thousand dollars over there to a Christian community. You know, right in the guts of it. <laughs> And uh, they bought groceries and been handing out like Shannon does in Bali. Because the religious bigots up there, and it's sad, but, they, you know, they say that they are worshipping a god, but they're, they're saying convert or we won't give you any help. So we don't say that. We say, come, everyone. Come along, everyone. We don't care. We want to love you because the Creator made you. And realizing that the Creator made them in their mum's womb, we love them as a outward expression of the love we've been shown, that we realize we've been shown. So this is a, a great place uh, here in uh, the Gold Coast. It's uh, uh, a fellowship place where people have come in, said, we're glad you're open, or oh, there's somewhere open, you know, and... Um, so we're at, at service in that way too. <laughs> so anyway, we praise the Lord for all the listeners out there, all the beloved uh, believers, because uh, few and far between, it's a narrow gate, and our job is to get that gate open for some that can't see it. So last time I was on, I was going to talk about, uh, oh, I got a little, just a little funny story. My, my daughter rang me up. She, yesterday, and she said, uh, Dad, listen to the local uh, Hot Tomato FM radio station. I won the meat raffle, and uh, they're going to call me in 15 minutes. And guess what the competition was? <laughs> it, it was the interesting job your parents do. So she rang up and said, my dad's an exorcist. <laughs> and uh, she, she won the meat tray. So uh, they're going to ring me and uh, I might have a spot on the local radio station. So that's interesting. But uh, 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 I had a um, had a case here I wanted to talk about just quickly before I get into the Kingdom's Table again. Um, had I had a, a person I was uh, praying with that uh, had lost all their money, and uh, the demons were very vocal. We've taken everything. We've got it all. Ha, 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 ha. And um, there's a scripture um, back up there in, um, let me find it, that uh, uh, talks about a bag of holes. And this might, this might uh, relate to some people that if you, if you happen to be unfortunate enough to get the bag of holes, it's in Haggai 1.6, uh, you have sown so much and bring in little. You eat but have not enough. You drink but are not filled with drink. He clothe you but there is none warm. And he that earneth wages put it into a bag with holes. Now this is an attack. I don't want to say curse, but you could say that. But I want to say it's an attack bag with holes. So we cast this bag of holes out of this person and... Uh, the person then turned around and made $60,000 on the stock market and uh, went, wow. And then uh, when this crash came, they lost the 60000 that went out the door. So I was talking uh, on, on the phone um, and uh, she said, I forgot to tell you, she's got a worldly boyfriend and um, she goes, I forgot to tell you that I was explaining to him how good you are. You cast out the bag of holes. And this bag of holes went out manifesting, yelling and screaming. But uh, and, and the boyfriend went to her, snip, snip, snip. And he cut another hole. And uh, well, as soon as we talked about that, she manifested. And the spirit went, no, and we cast that out. It came out with vomiting, coughing, and screaming. And um, what had happened was, because of the close contact with this uh, boyfriend, he was in the position of power to, to really 
cut a hole in her bag again, and she lost all her money. Sixty grand had four dollars left. Well, since we've cast that bag of holes out again, the finances have started repairing again. Isn't that amazing? So why am I saying this? Well, when you're out there, if you're feeding people and talking to people, you can mention, you know, maybe you've got a bag of holes uh, problem there that we can pray for and uh, our God, the Lord Jesus Christ, can can give a new bag or fix the bag so that your money doesn't run out all the time. And that's a good way to, uh, a good way to lead the preaching of the good news. After all, the good news of the poor should be you're not poor anymore, you know? So uh, uh, that's a little testimony from the last couple of weeks. All right, I'll get this. Uh, now, the, um, uh, the table... We talk about the communion table. In Leviticus 24.5, it calls it the pure table before the Lord. This is our table that's set up in the presence of our enemies. But the question is, why? Why? You know, um, what, do I get an enemy and invite him home and sit him down at the table? What's that going to do to him? And... No. This is the place where our blessing, the blessing of Israel that came through Jesus, it's a pathway to deliverance, I believe. Why? Because there's judgment there. There's judgment at the table. So, remember the fall was eating and God had said to the snake, you will eat, you'll eat the dust, so that the payback is eating type and shadow with the fall was eating. So the table has everything to do with what's eaten there. Jesus said to offer peace when preaching the gospel. This is to offer new birth, reconciliation to God, deliverance, healing and bringing peace where there was none. An inheritance. That's why if you notice when we pray we we receive our daily bread, which is our daily inheritance, where bread represents the nourishment of life. So he said, if your peace returns, in other words, they don't want your peace, then we are instructed to shake off the dust. Dust representing, I believe, the curse, because God cursed the ground, not the water. He cursed the ground. We don't want to take any of their curse with us. We leave it behind. So this is where... The gospel is dealing with this dust, this uh, curse that has attached itself to us from the original fall. So one who refuses this gospel, and this is why we must be very careful because we can cause even more harm to people by not preaching the gospel properly than we can by preaching it half-heartedly or badly. We can... Um, cause them to, to keep their situation and actually stop them entering the kingdom. Um, my book, uh, Deliverance at the Table, looks at the kingdom itself. Like, what is the kingdom? That's a pretty good question. And uh, we can guess and we can make an assumption, but if we look at what the scripture says, it says it's to be prayed for, Matthew 6.10, Thy kingdom come. There's a lot in praying what's called the Lord's Prayer or the prayer, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. This is calling the kingdom to come. It alludes to the kingdom needs to be called in. So when doing deliverance, one should call the kingdom in. It says the table is in the kingdom. Yes, the kingdom has a table. Yeah. It says in uh, Luke 29.30, I appoint unto your kingdom, that means it's been given, as my Father has appointed it unto me. Now Jesus is passing the ball, that ye may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom. What? 
The table is in the kingdom. Wow. That's where it resides. And that's why it's set up in the presence of our enemies because you, the table is in the kingdom and the kingdom is there to deal with the enemies. It says to sit on thrones judging. Now, if we take the word judging, we can see that that expanded means separate, put us under to pick out, select and choose the 12 tribes of Israel. Well, we're not judging the, the tribes as much as we're judging the blessings of Israel, I believe. It's what's available to the 12 tribes, which is available to us through Jesus. So the table is in the kingdom, eating, drinking, judging. Wow. Where is the kingdom then? Some people, well, we're saying the kingdom come, but the scripture in Luke 17.21 says the kingdom of God is within you. I believe it's within every born-again believer, inside them. Yes, the kingdom of heaven comes without observation. Behold, it's within you. The Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom is Luke 12.32, which means it's People wonder what God's will is in their life. And we find out that the will of the living God, our creator, the Lord Jesus Christ, his pleasure is to give us the kingdom. So one shouldn't think that it's being held back. One should believe that the scripture is saying the truth that God Almighty wants to give us the kingdom. Now what happens when we get the kingdom? Cast out devils, no doubt the kingdom of God is come. Luke eleven twenty. Yep. Demons start manifesting and you start casting them out. You got the kingdom of heaven with you. The kingdom of God is with you. Heal the sick. The kingdom of God has come close to you. This is the same and related to casting out of devils. I believe it's interrelated because the demons make us sick. How do I know that demons make us sick? They're called unclean, but they're also missing in the millennium that's just about to start. And it says in the millennium that if people die at 100 years, they die young. So the, the, the devil comes to kill. So he's killing people with the unclean spirits. So this is why it is important that people get deliverance if, if they want to live and be cleaned up and live a better life and be cleaned up. We know that the final better life is not until the resurrection, but God in his mercy has also relieved the pressure of a, of a um, demonized life hmm, before that in his love and mercy for us. Uh, you know, it says in Matthew 6.10, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Is any disease or demons in heaven? So there is the will of God for us to be done as it's heavenly in heaven. There's an interesting scripture here that alludes to the judgment in the hands of the church. This judgment, I believe, has been dropped. The ball ball has been dropped and um, the devil has really got away with far too much. But anyway, it says in Daniel 7.22, Until the Ancient of Days came, until the Ancient of Days came. Who's that? That has to be the Lord Jesus Christ without end or beginning. And judgment was given to the saints of the Most High. When? When was... We know we're going to judge angels in the future, but that doesn't mean that we haven't already been given judgment. When judgment was given to the saints of the Most High. Who are the saints of the Most High? Isn't that the church? Now, when? And the time came that the saints possessed the kingdom. Wow. 
judgment is given at the same time as the kingdom. Yes, the church holds the power of judgment because we go back to the scripture where Jesus said, I've been given you, I appoint you a kingdom. He said that back 2,000 years ago. I appoint you a kingdom to the disciples. He was here and the saints possessed the kingdom. Yes, this is why Satan hates the church people so much that he's willing to kill them all. And he's trying like crazy because the church has the power of judgment over Satan. Yes, and that is at the table because what is on the table? If we look at the table of the Lord, we have the broken body and the blood shed. Who did that? Whoever is guilty sitting at that table eats judgment to himself. So we are summoning our enemies to be present at a table that's being set up in their presence. Yes, the table is set up in the presence of those evil entities. And they must eat and drink judgment to themselves. Amazing. So God's will is performed at the table, I believe, because it has the elements of the cross there. Who's going to pay for the lost bloodline? Who's going to pay for the son's broken body? Which, by the way, is still broken with scars. He didn't see it get... Um, uh, uh, he didn't see it uh, decay. He was raised with the holes in the hands and everything else. As proved by when Jesus was raised from the dead, he, he got Thomas to put his hand in his side. So God's will is performed at the table, I believe, and that table is inside you with healing and deliverance from spirits, demons, healing, restoration, and all our needs. Because there must be a payback for the family line that died on the cross with Jesus. That's Jesus' bloodline. So judgment is on the table, and it is also for the unrepentant people who side with Satan, who will guaranteed be destroyed. Psalm 119 verse 175 says, Let thy judgments help me. So this is where we find with communion, a lot of ministers will testify to the power of communion every day. Now, if you can't eat and drink communion every day, you can pray. Let your kingdom come, dear God. Let my enemies be put to the table, set up a table for them. Let me receive my inheritance of the salvation. Let my heavenly account, let a day's worth be sent to me today so I can overcome. Dear Lord Jesus, come to the table. There's a scripture that says that the Father and Son will come and dine and eat with us. So if we look at what is eating, what does it represent to eat? If you look at Romans chapter 1, we see the natural shows the supernatural. It says the invisible attributes of God are clearly seen from the creation, the natural. So eating is a natural portrayal of the unseen supernatural acceptance Eating, you know, you, you really don't eat food unless you want to poison yourself, unless you've got faith in that food that it's going to be healthy for you and help you overcome hunger, keep you alive. So we eat and drink based on faith. So we should be believing. I believe believing is the mouth that swallows the spiritual food. Yes, when we believe in the promise of God, we're opening our spiritual mouth into our heart and believing. And when we take it to heart, we've swallowed that promise. Oh, yes, we know the promises, but do we really believe them? If we don't, that's all right. We haven't eaten them yet. 
but they're on the table. We fully convince ourselves that God wants to send us the kingdom, then we sit at the table of the Lord and believe the kingdom has come in our life. We've now eaten the kingdom. We've swallowed from the tree of life the blessing that's promised to us. So we believe then that it's in the hands of men, the church, as an inheritance, which, by the way, is the body of Christ, and judgment says, vengeance is mine, says the Lord, but the church is the body to pray in that vengement, the vengeance on the demons. Because the scripture says that Satan, the God of this world, is already judged. And it says somewhere that we are to execute the judgment written, this honour of all the saints. God's already told Satan that he will eat dust. If we believe that command, it's in Genesis 4.14. What is dust? Dust is cursed material. Genesis 4.17 says, Curse is the ground for thy sake. So we see here that Satan and his seed is also included. We will eat what he's done. Satan will eat what he's done. God has judged Satan right there in the garden. Never been lifted. Amazing. If we want to look at what the scriptures say about judgment, God's promising, I will feed them with judgment. Ezekiel 34.16 I will destroy the fat and the strong. I will feed them with judgment. How? through his body now the saints so if you've been harassed and your life is being attacked call down the kingdom and call down judgment on the spiritual forces of wickedness command them to be burned and to be bound and to receive the judgment that's written against them administrate like a hangman that judgment we can't see the kingdom, it's without observation, so we do it by believing in the promises, by faith. 1 Corinthians 11.27 Whoever shall eat the, this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the blood, body and blood of the Lord. Now, there's a scripture that says we can make them eat. They don't want to eat, but they will eat. I've done it in deliverance, I've got video of it, where I've made the spirits eat the dust, and they don't like it, man. They, they, they wreathe under the judgment to eat the dust. For thus says the Lord God of Israel, by the way, people who don't know, uh, Israel means God prevails. Yes, God wins. He prevails. For thus says the Lord God of Israel, God prevails unto me. Take the wine cup of this fury at my hand and cause all the nations whom I send thee to drink it. That's Jeremiah 25.15. What is that? What is the wine? We have that at communion. Yes, the communion is a blessing to us, but it is also the cup of the furious judgments of God for those that cause the cross. It is a two-edged sword, our promises. One saves us and one judges all the enemies. So it's up to us to take the wine cup of his fury at my hand and cause all the nations whom I send thee to drink it. How do you cause the demons to drink it? By command. Even the demons are subject to us. So we command them. You drink the cup of the fury of the living God. You bow and drink now in Jesus Christ's name. It's a command, not a request. There's another one in Jeremiah twenty-five twenty-seven. Therefore thou shalt say to them, Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of ye, Israel, Drink ye and be drunken, and spew, and fall, and rise no more, because of the sword which I send among you. And it shall be, 
if they refuse to take the cup at thine hand, not his hand, our hand, to drink, then thou shalt say to them, Thus says the Lord of hosts, You shall certainly drink. Now this scripture gives us the grounds to insist. Yep. You stand on this promise and insist they drink. I had demons run out of people. They bolt rather than drink this blood, man. They bolt. I believe when they drink the blood, they feel the excruciating pain that Jesus felt on the cross when it was shed. Revelation 15.6 For they have shed the blood of the saints and prophets, and thou hast given them blood to drink. Yes, the blood payback overcomes Satan. This is We know the scripture, it's overcome by the blood, but this is how the blood overcomes. It is the cup of fury and it has a judgment stapled to it, attached to it. This must be paid. And it is the job of the church, Jesus Christ's body, to make sure payment is made. Behold, a king shall reign in righteousness, and princes shall rule in judgment. Who are the princes? Isaiah 32.1 Yes. Have you been given, as a believer, the hand of judgment? Has God trusted you with that, to judge the shedding of the blood? Now remember... This blood is to be avenged sevenfold. Yes, God said, anybody who avenges the blood to Cain, I'll avenge sevenfold. It is a very powerful sevenfold, powerful judgment that can come upon these spirits. I've had them sitting there and then I've asked, let their judgments be multiplied by seven. Remember Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, the furnace was turned up seven times hotter and it burned all those that had prepared it. Yes, we can count on the beautiful, loving righteousness of the living God. He's not mocked. He works in righteousness. You, The demons want to cause death. They will eat death. If we look at the Bible, we'll see everywhere where those that meant evil ended up receiving that evil. Asked Haman, who tried to hang Mordecai up there in the book of Ruth or Esther. So judgments are prepared for scorners and stripes for the back of fools. Proverbs 19.29 I believe that the fools referred to the demons since it's um, a term used up in uh, Job chapter 30. So, it says in Psalm 75, 8, For in the hand of the Lord there is a cup. Who is the hand of the Lord? Could that be the body? We're the body of Christ. That's in our hand. And the wine is red. It's full of mixture. And he poureth out the same. That's when it was shed from his body. But the dregs thereof, all the wicked of the earth shall wring them out and drink them. That's a promise. All the wicked of the earth shall wring them out and drink them. I believe the, the wicked are the demons, fallen angels and the demons. Because God so loved the world, but he's angry with the wicked every day. Yes, men can be wicked and follow wickedness, but I believe they are not the wicked. Therefore, the wealth of the wicked is held by the demons. Pirating the body of believers, or not believers so much, but pirating the body of the world, running the businesses crookedly, and they had the wealth. I've asked the demons to hand over the wealth that they've stolen to the people they're manifesting in. 
and they complain. You can ask them. I command you to hand over all the wealth that you've stolen. Jesus Christ's name. I've had a demon say, what? All his inheritance? All that they've, all that's his that we've taken? Yes. And they've gone, all right then, take it. People's lives change. Hmm. But you can't do that unless you have the kingdom of heaven with you that you've studied to show yourself approved. You have the full armor on. Otherwise, you'll get smacked. It's dangerous. Our seven sons of Siva. So let the saints be joyful in glory and let them sing aloud on their beds. Let the high praises of God be in their mouth and a two-edged sword in their hand. What is that two-edged sword? Could cut be cutting people to freedom and cutting Satan to judgment? Verse 7, to execute vengeance upon the heathen and punishments upon the people, to bind their kings with chains and nobles with fetters of iron, to execute upon them the judgment written. This honour have all his saints. This is why certain doctrines of the church have separated saints. Oh, you can only be a saint if we vote you in after you're dead. No. Revelation 1 says we've all become priests and kings unto God. We are the saints. Many scriptures say about that. Satan caused with lies man to be cast out of the garden and his judgment was to eat that curse which was which are given to the right to administer we are given that right to administer this judgment. Don't drop it in the ground, my vice. If the devil comes to kill, steal and destroy, how many people have the demons killed in the thousands of years they've been on the earth? We know that they're all responsible for the death of Jesus Christ. It says they compassed around him. Jesus said they were in the population manifesting. Father, they don't know what they're doing. Well, who did? They yelled out, let his blood be on our heads. Who yelled that out? A week before, they were putting their garments on the ground as he rode in on a donkey. By the way, that was prophesied some 400 odd years ago before that happened. But they looked the other way and they manifested and crucified him. Give us Barabbas. Yes, the guilt of the cross came upon them all, demonized. Yes, so this is how it's all working. So there is a two-edged sword for cutting free and one for executing judgment. The Lord is the portion of my inheritance and of my cup, Psalm 16.5. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusted in him. Fear the Lord, ye saints, for there is no want to them that fear him. Psalm 34.8.9. No want. No want to those that fear him. And this is, the fear is really also alluding to believing him. Jesus, salvation is only in two places in the Bible. The communion table and the foot washing. This is eating our inheritance and helping our brothers and sisters with deliverance. The foot washing, I believe they get it wrong. They miss it. Oh, it's humbling. No, it's not. No, Jesus said to Peter, you don't know what you're doing. He had his foot in a bowl. It'll become obvious to you later. It was a spiritual message given like Romans 1 through the natural. The washing of the foot is the washing of the dust, the curse, off them. Jesus said, you're clean, but you need a wash. 
In other words, you're a believer, but you need deliverance because of being in this world. If you look at the example, walking on a dusty road, you get dirt, dirt feet. Working, walking in a cursed world, you'll get dirty feet. Drive around the corner, someone gives you the finger, they curse you. All sorts of things can happen to us. And we pray for each other, confess our sin. He's just and faithful for, to forgive our sin and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. That the war, the word, the water represents God's promises to us. When I realized that the water was never cursed, blew me away. When I realized the water was there before the light, it's always been there. That's the message. The Creator, His promises have always been there. It was there before the earth was formed. Hmm? He separated the waters. So He, God's promises are separated from the darkness. They're separated from those that want to walk in darkness. The meek inherit the earth. What is the meek? The meek is those that want to humble themselves. We're to humble ourselves. Some people pray, God, humble me. No. God said, humble yourself. Not God, humble me. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Humble yourself. That means you choose. You know, I looked up the meaning of the word blessed. You'd be surprised to hear it means one who bows the knee. Yes, blessed is a humble one. The promised land means the low land, the name of it. The name of the promised land means the low land. That's where one bows the knee. That's where we bow our knee to the living God who is from heaven and gives us life. John 6.33 He that eateth of the bread of life shall live forever. John 6.58 Our daily bread is Matthew 6.11 says, and they did all eat and were filled, and they took up the fragments that remained in the twelve baskets, Matthew fourteen twenty. What would the twelve baskets represent? Hmm? The promises of God to Israel, twelve tribes. That's what it means, I believe. And they're twelve tribes full of blessings that never run out. But Jesus broke the bread and made it available to everyone. That was a type and shadow with the feeding of the thousands. There was 12 loaves of bread right up there on the showbread table to be sprinkled with frankincense as a memorial by fire. Who, who does that represent? It wasn't Jesus sprinkled with frankincense. This is the memorial. Jesus, our Lord Jesus Christ, God Almighty in the flesh, has given us the promises that he promised to Israel. The bread of deliverance, the children's bread, never runs out as, it's, as it bankrupted the creation. The twelve baskets point to the twelve tribes of Israel, their full blessings as harvested in the body of Jesus and now broken for us to eat. And that's what we're eating when we do our communion. We're saying we want to receive in the natural. We eat the bread when anyone can do that. But we're saying in our heart we want to eat the bread of life here. We want to eat the bread of the promises of Israel here. We receive our inheritance here. And that's why the communion is so powerful. For these also, the blood of the covenant, I have set the forth thy prisoners out of the pit wherein no water is. This is Zechariah 9.11. 9.11. Zechariah 9.11 says, I have set forth thy prisoners out of the pit where there is no water. 
What is that? This is escaping hell. Zechariah 9.11. That's a good read, man. Jesus' name means Yahweh, God Almighty, is is salvation. You're not salvation. The church is not salvation. It is walking in the body of Jesus Christ, but it is God Almighty who is our Savior. And we rely on him to save us, as we know. He activates or mediates the new covenant. In other words, he is the new covenant. And the blood of sprinkling that speaks better things than that of Abel. By the way, Abel's name means breath. He was killed by his brother, whose name means, Cain's name means possession. What is Abel's, what is Abel's blood speaking of? Where is my descendants? I lost my heritage, my family, where are they? They're not in the earth, they're dead in the ground. That's the seed that was inside Abel. Jesus' bloodline is speaking better things than that because his bloodline's in the ground too. But he had the promise of Abraham. And that promise can't be broken. Therefore, Jesus was resurrected. Abel didn't have that. Abel had the heritage of Adam. Jesus, being the second Adam, had an uncursed heritage, a pure heritage. And that's the pure blood of the living God calling out. It's calling for judgment and repayment, just like Abel's. Remember the revelation, the, the, the saints under the altar? They're calling out for vengeance. And they're not told no. They're told to wait. By the way, that tells you there's time in heaven. They're told to wait until the appropriate time So under him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. Yes, the bloodline has redeemed us to God by the blood which is purchased. And that brings me to the currency of our kingdom, right? Is greater than sowing and reaping, but it is related because God sowed his son. And that very sowing enabled God to buy us with his blood. The currency of the kingdom of heaven is blood, and that is at the table. We see the story of Judas goes back and throws the money back into the temple, and they say it's blood money, and they buy a field of blood. That's before Jesus even died. His blood was buying things. So you buy with the blood. Thank you, Father God, for my inheritance bought in your blood. I want my account filled up with the payback for the blood. These are all prayers that are very important. They overcame by the blood of the Lamb. Revelation we know, 12, 11, but this is how it works. This is how it works. It works by the blood requires a payback. I believe that. So we can go on, um, but it looks like it's nearly uh, the hour up, Shannon. My brother, great teaching today. For the archive, what shall we title this? Um, the blood or, or judgment in the blood. I like that. Judgment in the blood. This is a fantastic teaching. We're live with Peter Whiffen. Brother Peter, um, hmm. would you like to do a broadcast next week, same time? Yeah. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here every day, man. It's done. um, I'm going to put it in the schedule right now. And, Brother Peter, give out your contact info. How do people reach you and contact you? Yes. um, My name, Peter Whiffen, 
H for Harry, I for Igloo, F for Fred, F for Fred, I for Igloo, N for Nelly at hotmail.com or Facebook or hiskingdomstable.com. So, yes, we hope that the we hope that the message today brings some clarity and brings some faith to the saints. Abraham believed God and it was put on his account as righteousness. Abraham believed what God promised him. Can we do that? Can we bow our, bow our knee and believe in what God has promised us, despite everything else that's going on? Can we do that? <laughs> and we will see the work of the Lord in our life. I believe that. Amen. Brother Amen. Peter, God bless you. Give your email address out again, please. Uh, Peter Whiffen at hotmail.com. Fantastic. We'll have this up in the archive in a bit. Peter, we'll see you next week, brother. God bless you. Yeah, you all too. And uh, cheers and blessing everyone. Glad everyone's well, as far as we know. Friends, that was Peter Whiffen. <laughs>